Welcome back to Your Average Witch, where we talk about witch life, witch stories, and sometimes a little witchcraft on the full and new moon every month. In this super special episode, we're traveling through time and space to September in Spring City, Pennsylvania, home of Anahata's Purpose. This year was a whole different ballgame for me because it was just before my hip replacement surgery and I knew what to expect, so I wasn't quite so nervous. I had a great time, learned even more than I did last year, and I'm already really excited to start getting ready for Anahata's Purpose 2023. Just like last year, I talked to a lot of people and got more than one episode worth of interviews. Here's the first batch. Janie, Liz, Lisa, Lyra, Summer, and Corey. But first, here's my story. I recorded it right after I got home from Anahata's. Well, I started out heading to Dallas to meet Casey of Casey's Corner. I was going to stay with her for the night, and then we would fly to Pennsylvania together. It just worked out better this way than having me have, I think, like three layovers and then getting there really late at night because I don't want to ask anybody to come pick me up from the airport at 11 and then drive to the country. I also don't want to try to find an Uber. So this just worked out better. Plus, Casey has not made a trip like this by herself before. Had not. And I make a good travel buddy because I'm not phased by flying at all. So I got on a plane. Things were great. I got a really good seat. And I was even able to settle in for a nice nap at the USO at Denver at DIA, which I like that airport. And their USO is great. And I got a nice like two-hour nap. Then when I got to Love Field, which was in Dallas, they lost one of my bags. And it was the one with all the presents in it. So I was kind of stressed out. Plus, I was flying out the next day. So it's not like, no, I I can't just come get my bag later. I'm leaving tomorrow, ma'am. So I was super stressed out when I met Casey and ended up just asking if I could just go to bed. So I went, basically went to her house, went to bed. On the way home, though, the airline did call me. I flew southwest so I could have two free check bags. Everyone needs to do that when they go to Anahata's because you have to provide your own linen. But anyway, they found it. It was it had gone to Amarillo for some reason, and it would be waiting for me when we left the next morning. It turned out that it was, but the people almost made me late for my plane because they did not open the door at the luggage claim office. So that was... Very stressful. (laughs) But finally, we got through security. Everything was fine. We ended up spending an hour, I think, wandering around Love Field and and calming each other down because we both have anxiety issues. And then we got to Atlanta where I was exhausted. So I basically just stayed in one place in case he went to explore the airport. And then finally, we got to Philadelphia. And my friend Margot swooped in to pick us up and take us off to the woods of Pennsylvania. And we headed out to get some delicious sandwiches that she had told me about because Rachel told me about this place called Federal Donuts. And they had amazing donuts. One of my favorite donuts was just the sugar donut, the granulated sugar. And Margot told me that they had these amazing chicken sandwiches and I looked and it looked so good. And we get there and we try to figure out how to do parking. Actually, we went to one and it was closed. 
But then we found another one, like, I don't know, a couple miles away and had to figure out if we had to pay for parking because it was late in the day. We paid. And when we got there, all they had left was just a few donuts because it was late. And they are one of those places where you get it while they got it. And they didn't got it. So we got a couple donuts. And then Margo said, well, there's a pretty good cheesesteak place next door. So we went next door and surprise, they're closed. So that's three places that have not produced food for us. And I said, well, you know, I, I've really been waiting to go to Wawa this whole time. And Casey said she didn't care. And Margo said, okay, sure, whatever. Because I, I like Wawa myself. I went there. I, I mean, I have only been there when I went to Anahata. So it's kind of like tradition for me. And next year, I'm not even going to pretend to go anywhere else. I'm going to Wawa straight from the airport. But um, I was able to get some delicious macaroni and cheese and a really shockingly good for being from a gas station in the Northeast barbacoa sandwich. And of course, a huge bag of Tasty Cakes. Because of course. And I, I kind of think like, uh, I feel like maybe I manifested the trip to Wawa because that's actually what I want to deepen my soul which is probably sacrilege to everyone who's had a cheesesteak, but I like Wawa. <laughs> when we arrived, just like last year, it was dark and kind of overcast, a little bit chilly. I actually have no memory of the first night. I imagine I went in and brought my bags in and uh, went to sleep. I mean, I'm guessing that's what happened because I found all my stuff and then my bed was put together when I woke up. And the next morning I went and had a little get together with some of the second years like I was. And it was lovely. And I immediately cried in the dining room. This was not the year of crying in the river. For me, it was every time I cried, it was basically in the dining room. I cried in the dining room constantly. So I went to try to find somebody to help because that's why I was there early to help. And it did not succeed. I did not succeed because as I would find repeatedly on this trip, my hip was over it. It was done. It quit. It gave up. I was basically able to get to one class a day, possibly a trip to the river and down to the lunchroom, maybe one other thing before just not working anymore. And I would just have to stay. I've spent most of this trip in my room which was massively disappointing, to be honest. I did manage to spend, I did manage to go to some really great classes more than last year, considering I went to none last year. I went to one class a day and spend time with my truly delightful roommates. And I was lucky in that I grabbed Corey B. When he decided to go to Anahata's, I was like, well, you need to be my roommate. Like what, last year, basically, I said, hey, come be my roommate. And I was very lucky. And then he said yes, because I love Corey so much. <laughs> Corey, I love you. You're one of my favorite people in the world now. Not just because you brought me a lamp, <laughs> but that did help. And if you don't know who Corey is, he is a previous guest, but he is also now essentially the town crier of witch folk. And he will tell you what's going on online around the witch community. He 
We'll review podcasts, reviews events. We'll talk about books. Definitely go look for Corey's Cauldron on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or look in the show notes where hopefully I'll remember to put them. I also managed to score Charlie of the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour as another roommate. And I love her with all my heart. Um, I want to squeeze her so hard every time I see her. And sometimes I do. When we met each other in the dining room, actually, I immediately started crying again. (laughs) While hugging her. And this year was also apparently a year of hugs because I hugged very many people. I cannot say it will happen next year, but this year was a year of hugs for me. We actually had a fourth roommate who I will be naming Mystery Roommate as they are not out of the broom closet. And they will, I'll talk about them a little bit later. They'll come up in a story, but I'm not going to talk about them too much. Although I do, Mystery Roommate, you're great and I like you. And I hope to see you next year. So since my hip was acting up, I didn't really get to go to very many events. And I had actually asked someone to, okay, you know, I got the anxiety and I, I don't like leaving my house and I'm afraid to go to new places by myself or speak to strangers. So I asked someone to get me some edibles because marijuana is legal in Pennsylvania. It is also legal in Arizona. But I'm afraid to go places by myself. So I was afraid. I didn't know what to do. So I said, hey, you do this a lot. Can you go? And they said, yes. I did not know that one of the the chocolate, the truffle that they gave me was two doses. And I said, oh, what a delicious chocolate. And I ate the entire thing. And then I went, I think I might have taken a nap. And then I went to lunch. And then maybe two hours later, I maybe three hours later, I went to the recording of the two Gemini's and a Leo podcast, the live recording of that, which was very funny until suddenly something was terribly wrong. And I was traveling through time and space, possibly also leaving my body. And then, and I didn't know what was happening because I had forgotten I'd eaten the stupid edible, but then Suddenly, when I was looking around the room thinking, what in the fuck is happening to me? Why isn't anyone else upset? I remembered, oh, this is probably what being high feels like <laughs> because I have not, in fact, been very high. Very, I've, I've been two other times, possibly three, I've been high in my life. I don't enjoy it in the least. And while I was thinking about that, apparently I was making a murder face because my friend Sarah was sitting next to me. Uh, I decided to leave, by the way. <laughs> so I got up. I whispered to Corey, I accidentally got too high. I'm going back to the room to lay down. And he said, okay. But my friend Sarah had been sitting next to me. And she said, I was staring stony-faced at them. And then suddenly I just got up and left. <laughs> she didn't know what was going on, which makes me laugh. I just, my face just does what it's going to do. I don't recommend you do any of that. (laughs) Don't do it. It's terrible. I'm going to say it's like negative 3,746,007 out of 10. Do not recommend. 
I was looking for pain and anxiety management, and that is not what I got from that particular thing. The other stuff I had over the weekend was great. I was able to be a little bit more mobile, just not that time. I also got to see the live recording of the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, and it was really fun. And I am very proud of my little beehive because we were able to get some of our words into the Mad Lib or MASH, or I don't remember what we were doing, but because we are very coordinated and you have good full use of our diaphragms when we shout things, we got to have our word, which was horny, included in the Mad Lib. So good job, Beehive. (laughs) I also went to a class called Befriending the Shadow, which is something that everyone talked about last year, except I think it might have been confronting or something. I'm not sure. It had something to do with the shadow. I went to it. It was very good. And one of my friends had a very deep reaction to it, and I was very proud of her. And I still am very proud of her. I'm proud of everyone who went there. I did not speak up when we were talking to ourselves because I'm a coward, but I'm very proud of everyone who did. Good job. I applaud you. I might do it next year. I don't know. I also finally got to go to a rhythmetrics class with the big giant drums. I have talked about it before. I have obsessive compulsive disorder. One of the ways it presents is that I have incessant rhythms in my head at all times. And... I obsess over these rhythms, and sometimes I compulsively drum or tap them out, and I was able to do it with the big drums. It was so great. I am, in fact, buying my own drum because it was a meditation class, and man, it was so good. It was so good, and I got so deep into that meditation that um, I actually wandered off on my own little drum trail and the guy had to sort of yell at me to get bring me out all my friends were like kim so thanks everyone for that (laughs) if you get a chance to go to a rhythmetrics class you need to go the night before i left something kind of funny happened so as a preface charlie i asked her to be my roommate like earlier in the year i think Because the room that she shared with Macy was very small compared to the room I was in. And I knew the size of the rest of the rooms and I knew the room they were in. And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be in a larger room if you want to come with us. I don't know who I will be rooming with besides Corey, but you can, you're welcome. It ended up that she did come over because there were four people in that very small room and it didn't work. So Charlie came over and she was my roommate. But while I had been talking to her, Earlier in the year, she said, hey, I snore. It's usually not a problem. Just wake me up and and I'll roll over and it'll be fine. She did snore a couple times. Charlie, I'm sorry if it was seemed like it was every day that we told you you woke us up. I don't think you woke me up every day, but it was a couple times, but it was manageable. I had earplugs and generally I get up early anyway because OCD. Um... But the night before I left, and I left early, early Sunday morning, and I did not get to stay the whole time, which was a stupid thing on my part, but that's the way it worked out. But anyway, I had to get up before dawn, and Charlie was apparently really tired because she was snoring really hard this time. And she woke me up, and I was laying there, and I just decided, well, she said I could. So I said, Charlie. No response. She kept snoring. 
And then I sat up. Okay. And and our beds were both against the same wall, but our heads were in different directions. So our feet were towards one another. I sat up and I said, Charlie, no response. So I got out of bed and I walked to the foot of my bed and I said, Charlie, and she continued to snore. So I walked to the foot of her bed and I said, Charlie, and she continued to snore. And at this point, mystery roommate had woken up and started giggling because they knew what I was doing. Now, Charlie was sleeping in a bunk bed. That means there are very tall posts on the head and foot of the bed. So I walked over to the head of the bed where her her head was because she was sleeping in it properly. And I made sure that the bars of the headboard were between me and Charlie in case she was terrifying when she woke up because I have not woken her up before. And I said, Charlie, but I was visible to her. (laughs) And Charlie shifted a little bit and she said, what? And then let out the most (laughs) ear piercing scream I've ever heard in the middle of the night. It was so terror-filled, and I felt so, so guilty. (laughs) The next two minutes was spent with both of us apologizing profusely, me for terrifying her awake, and her, I guess, for snoring and waking me up. But it was both of us, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And mystery roommate was over there giggling at us still. And I was trying to quietly laugh because it was hilarious, even though probably not to Charlie. But I will admit I'm a troll. I didn't mean to do that, but it was kind of funny since she was okay. The next morning, Corey said that he heard the scream. It did wake him up. But since no one else, since no one continued to scream, he immediately went back to sleep. And then he said that we should never rely on him for any sort of camp defense should anything scary happen. (laughs) Which, okay, he is one of the ones back in whatever days we used to rely on each other for having sleep schedules and keeping guard. He was a daytime guard. I was obviously a nighttime guard because everything wakes me up. Everything. So... I'm okay with that. He can guard during the day and I will keep us alive at night. I did get some good conversations with people, as you will see in this episode and in another episode, because I got a good amount of of interview. <laughs> I got to sit at the river dam for a little while. I did not actually... I, get into the river because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to get back out again because my hip is such a janktastic jerk. I also got to spend time with my wonderful, wild, sweet, heartbreakingly beautiful beehive. And I love them even more now than I did before I got there, which I did not think was possible. And to my darling dears in Hive House, Casey, Sarah, Janie, Lisa, Adoree, and my campers, Shelby, Kristen, and Ashley. I love you all so much, and I'm so proud of 
each one of you. And I'm so, so glad to know each one of you. And I've watched you grow over this past year. And I watched you grow even more over that the weekend of Anahata's. You are all a goddamn delight. I'm proud to know you all. And just remember me saying this next time you hear that mean voice in your head. You are loved and you are wonderful and you are worthy and you are a fucking badass witch. And to the patrons who don't participate on Marco that much, Christina and Jess and Michelle, who is actually new from Anahata's, welcome. And I hope to see more of you in the Marco group. It is truly an amazing group of witches, even the people who were not at Anahata's, that I think would benefit anyone to know any of us, to be honest, I'm including myself, because you know what? I'm part of that group. (laughs) All in all, I would say that this year's lesson was different from last year's. Last year, I was about facing my fears about leaving my home, leaving what's familiar and going into a strange group of people and being okay with it and finding my voice, and gaining a community, and a truly wonderful group of friends, some of whom have become family. This year was about growing closer with my chosen kin, my hive, and it was definitely an exercise in patience. I feel like I missed most of the event, but I know that my kin, they got me. And they will be there next year, and I will be able to run up every fucking hill in Pennsylvania when I have my new robot hip. I will turn into the Terminator. Come with me if you want to live. Now let's get to the stories. Hello, Janie. Hi, Kim. Welcome back. Welcome to Anahata's. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you attended Anahata's Purpose? This is my first time. How dare you? I mean, I didn't know about it last year. (laughs) What are you most excited for? So I was most excited for the inner child class until I took it and I cried. So now I think I'm most excited for the rhythm matrix. I heard you all today and it sounded amazing. It is so good. I am going to make a drum, get a drum. (laughs) There's going to be a drum at my house. What made you come? You did. (laughs) <laughs> Join my cult. She is the greatest of all time of cult leaders, followed by Rachel. I'm going to take her place. <laughs> no, no, no. You are above her. She's behind you. I'm not going to say that while I'm in her building. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry for everything we just did. I'm very sorry that my laugh comes across really weird when it's recorded because it's super wheezy. This whether it's recorded or not. <laughs> well, yes, but it comes across very weird in headphones. I'm sorry. What made you come? Honestly, you did. Um, I heard about Anahata's last year, the week before Anahata's. Um, and then I joined your Patreon in January. You, Kim, all hail. (laughs) And one of the first things you said is, are you going to Anahata's? And I don't know. My mouth said yes. 
And then I did. <laughs> as soon as the tickets became available, I bought one. I was like, oh, I'm doing this. Bullying for the win, ladies and gentlemen. It was not bullying. <laughs> it was distance manifesting. <laughs> okay. I did not feel pressured at all. It was just like, okay. Then I, I didn't do my job right. But I'm here. You should feel like you're really going to miss out. But I wasn't because I was going to be here. Okay. <laughs> what has been your favorite part? This is before the bean fires happened, people, so. Yes. We haven't had the bean fires this yet. This is Friday. This is Friday. Right? This is Friday. This is Friday night right before the bean fire. Um, I think my favorite part was dancing around with butterfly wings last night and an LED flower crown. That was pretty fun. I'm happy for you. <laughs> um, and for me, because I got to watch. Yeah, it was great. And then I did some volunteering and I worked at the front gate. And I love that. I'm very proud of you. I'm so proud of you. It's really funny because I had my aura photo done yesterday and she was like, you make people feel welcome and you put others before yourself and you should do more for yourself. And then I was like, oh, well, guess what? I'm volunteering all day tomorrow. <laughs> but it was, it was very rewarding and very fulfilling. And, and you get to meet people. I did. I got to meet people and I got to let somebody else who would be doing that job Attend some of the classes. Oh, that was... I never saw somebody asking you. That's so nice. Yeah. How do you feel you've grown so far? During the inner child yoga, I didn't realize it was going to be yoga to start with. Um, also, I thought we were going to be just like playing around like fairies and playing games. So yeah, we were not. Um, there were some... Uh, childhood shadow work going on, which made me cry. But then... Oh, I knew that was going to happen. I just didn't know it was going to all be yoga. <laughs> <laughs> um, after I did the crying, he was he was like, now we're going to get in this pose and you're going to cross your arms over your chest like a warrior and you're going to say, I'm strong. And I was I'm strong. And he was like, say it like you mean it. And we like we all did. And I was like, oh wait, I feel it. And then he had us do another move that was almost like you were making a chopping motion in two breaths. And, like, I could feel myself, like, cutting those feelings out of me. And I was like, Good. (laughs) Yeah. It was, now I can't wait for the shadow work class because that's going to make me cry. Make sure I go. What are you hoping to get out of the experience of being here? The biggest thing that I want to get out of being here is a better understanding of how to do shadow work. That is something I've been very much interested in since I heard about it last year. And I don't want to say I like doing shadow work because I think people who like doing shadow work are psychopaths but <laughs> or sadists, I'm not sure which, but I like the result of having done shadow work. And I want to have a better understanding of how to do it effectively. That makes sense. What's the most interesting thing you've learned so far? I learned about Mercury and retrograde today, which I never really understood. And now I really want to get into astrology, but I'm also intimidated because it's so much stuff. But that was fascinating. Well, now you have access to Teresa. 
I do. I got a card, and I'm going to have her good. do. Let's She's show. good. Why should people come here? One, because the Hive House comes here now, and where else would you want to be? But also, there's something very powerful about being around your community in person, especially if you're a solo practitioner, which I know a lot of us are. Do you have any tips for anyone who wants to attend next year? Drink all the water. Preach. Do not get dehydrated like I did. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now that you've seen all, except outposts, I don't know if you've been to the outpost. I haven't even been to the outpost. But you've seen cabins, you've seen lodge, and you've seen tents, camping. What do you like? So I want to say I like the lodge because there's air conditioning and there's like a more private bathroom. You don't have somebody that you're going to be like butt to butt with in the stall. Not that you're really. You're it's not, not really that butt to butt. It's well, not that you close. You can if but... you want to, but it's not forced. <laughs> no. It just feels that close. Um, but I like, I, I really enjoy the summer camp feel of the cabin. Like we stayed up last night and just chatted because we were done being around people, but weren't tired yet. And yeah, yeah, it was like a sleepover. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it's so great. <laughs> yeah. Thank well, you. Thank you for having me. So Liz, hello. Welcome. Hi, I'm Liz the goat witch. <laughs> How many times have you attended Anahata's Purpose? This is actually my first time. Um, Macy and Charlie convinced me to come along with them, and lovely Lyra as well. And what do you do when you're not attending Anahata's Purpose? Um, I am a full-time, as the name says, goat witch. Um, I'm, I homestead, and so and now I'm gearing up to get married and be a full-time ranch wife as well. Um, but I garden, I make, um, homemade goat milk soap and I make quilts hand sewn and just think of cottage core activities. And, and that's, that's my life. I've been very blessed to live very cheaply in order to achieve that. And now I got a wonderful husband to be coming. That's, that's pretty sweet too. Is he a cattle rancher? He's a fifth generation cattle rancher. He also has, um, a shipping freight company so he gets to work from home and we could have run out in the morning and do cow chores and run back inside and <laughs> cow chores he calls somebody it's it's a it's a wonderful wonderful you get to be with your best friend all day mm-hmm. that's nice <laughs> if you hear a bunch of noise it's because we are still at on hottest purpose yes it's the third night we're both getting ready to leave early as crap in the morning what are you most what were you most excited for when you were getting ready to come here? Honestly, just kind of a break away. This is my first time away from the homestead that was not seeing my sweetie. Um, and so just being able to spend time with my girls and uh, just meet other people that are more like-minded like me. I'm from deep East Texas, um, Honey Woods, and it's 
it's rough out there, guys. Just you, mm, mm, you can't really talk about anything spiritual or um, witchy, even in the more benign stuff like herbal healing without a lot of looks or in the very least just kind of being laughed off and dismissed. So coming out here where you can actually talk and be very real with other people and know they're not going to snap back at you, that they're just welcoming. And even if they don't a hundred percent like agree and have the exact same favorite things as you, you all know that you're pulling from the same information base. So that's what I really liked. And, uh, and also just, like I said, just a chance to rest and not have goats screaming at me that they want to be fed and chickens getting in trouble. It's just nice to be away from it for a little bit, <laughs> as much as I love it. Nice and somewhat quiet when the music isn't playing. Now I know you mentioned Charlie and Macy invited you and, mm-hmm. and Lyra. Um, what made you come other than the fact that they talked it up? What made you finally say, yeah, I should do this? Um, I know that there's not going to be anything like this locally. So I took the leap and just went to Pennsylvania um, with them. And honestly, I don't go out a lot. I'm very much a recluse, um, solitary witch, um, which is why it's so surprising I'm getting married because I don't always like people. Um but just taking this opportunity to grow and be around other individuals, uh, again, who are more like me than not, not like me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, just experience that culture before I move into the next phase of my life and subsequent uh, magical practice of becoming a wife and a mom eventually. So just kind of this little huzzah of just the, the maiden what is it? The, mm. the first stage of the triple goddess, the yeah. maiden, this is my last little maiden go before I transition oh, wow. into the mother, into the mother. So oh, that wow. might be deeper than your listeners are wanting, but that's, 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 that's so what it sweet. was. Is this, this These is get a, deep AF. So <laughs> there's many a ball during these. No. Still just being able to spend time and see different things. And if you see something shiny and be able to take it home, little shiny shiny so yeah i bought the knife that i took off because i was getting it in the river but i'm i freaking love that knife mm-hmm. what is the most interesting thing you learned um not to sound haughty um or arrogant i haven't learned anything new in particular um just because I have studied probably way too much and way too broad. Um, but for maybe book knowledge internally, I've learned that I am more comfortable with stepping to the next phase. I've had a lot of apprehension of, um, going to that mother phase and, um, that's, you know, it's an 18 to life commitment. That's a, even for the fresh baby head smell, like it's, that's a lot of responsibility. Mm. Mm, I know. My baby fever is so bad. Oh, um, no. <laughs> um, but hey, I'm in my late 20s in the deep south. So everyone's just shouting at you to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, um, But it was a wonderful refresher for a lot of things. And learning, remembering all those things that I've learned before. Like I took a color, um, color essence class and just learning about all the associations that were with like the color orange. And, um, 
all those, just the little fun bits that you can go through with this, a journal and just tag it for your, for your book. And it's a wonderful breadth of information. If you even have an inkling of idea or you don't even know anything about it, a lot of these classes were well put together, well, um, managed and the schedule allows you to go to multiple classes a day. So you can really learn as much as you want, or you can just chill out and float around. It's pretty nice. I know a lot of us, we have this whole schedule planned up. I'm going to go to this one. I'm going to go to this one. And it might be close, but I'm going to go to this one too. And most of the mornings, it's like, I'll go to my first class and be like, maybe. <laughs> you know what? I kind of want to go to this instead. So it's there's no pressure. You don't have to sign up for the classes ahead. It's just you just show up and make it work. So it's really low pressure. It's been really nice. Yeah, see, we just meander. Mm-hmm. But that... That is part of the reason I love it because mm-hmm. I hate, I thrive with routine, mm-hmm. but I don't like sometimes to you be have forced to, into it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have to be in the absence of it to fully appreciate it when you're in it. And it's a good, this is a good little break for any of people that didn't have a chance to go to summer camp. Like I did. I went to summer camp as a counselor in training and it was, oh, wow. it was, it was crap for, it was just not fun. None of the fun parts of camping, just the training parts of camping. Um, gross. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, mm, no, no. Um, so this was a fun little summer camp experience. It definitely is an opportunity to kind of enjoy your inner child and just have that little bit of whimsy again. And the no parents, there's no rules. Okay. There's some rules, but that's okay. <laughs> it gives you just you enough structure whenever you want to. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, it was, it was nice. And I, so it was a nice new experience. Okay. This is camp. Yeah. You know, maybe I would let my kid go to something like this. <laughs> How do you feel you've grown so far? Um, again, just that a lot of that resolution and, um, calm coming with the next phase of my life and, um, enjoying the moment that I'm in currently that I'm that's not hard. so, and that's, and that's something I really, as much as, um, like I called my fiance a couple times because you know when when you're in love that's what you do, mm-hmm. and even though I was just like I really I really want to be with you, but I'm really glad I'm here and being like ex- experience this yeah. and um just just because something's ahead, even if it's two weeks or if it's ten years ahead of you and you're looking forward to it, don't forget to enjoy the time you're in because and make memories and go do the stuff that maybe you don't necessarily want to do. Cause at first I did not want to come to Anahata's cause it, it's a little bit, it's 22 hours of driving mm-hmm. away. Um, I got to take a plane back. It is a little bit of money, but it is such an investment of just memories and time. And, yeah. um, if anything on the homestead, you know, that nothing's guaranteed. The seeds that you plant might not all come to fruit. The, Animals that you have not might not all have the next generation, but you can at least enjoy the day as it is in that yeah. moment and enjoy your blessings. When the, the irrigation thing pops off and that part's getting all the water and then your garden oh. doesn't get any water and you didn't look for four days because oh. you got sick or you got a concussion or whatever. Yeah. I had one time my, my hose that. run for three days because I checked it on oh. my, I was working weekends. And so I turned it on for the water Friday mm. night 
came oh. home Sunday oh. evening at ten at eleven o'clock and was just like, "Why is it all?" Oh no! Yeah, my oh, uh, I've done that for a full twenty four, but never three. Luckily, that's when water was cheap. It was before the drought oh hit gosh. south, but you know, it was still not fun. Not fun. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it's all tuition. You learn it one way or the other. <laughs> yeah. What's been the most surprising thing? Um, how open people are, um, and just receptive. I had a, a very open talk about, um, religious cultural appropriation and just using correct terms and how to, um, improve a presentation with one of the presenters. Cause I just felt really called and, I, you know, just, Hey, you have something that's really good, but just, Here's how you can make it a little bit better from my perspective. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. And so just if you go with them with genuine, genuine, genuosity, genuineness. There's a word, but. Well, we're, I'm Southern. I make it up. I Genu- don't remember what it is. <laughs> genuosity. There yeah. we go. Generous genuineness. Uh, generous genuineness. That. There we go. Yeah. Generosity. Um just being able to talk to him and openly and everyone here that I've interacted with is aware enough that we can talk about our issues, like our, our, our mom issues or just, um, why should people come here? Why should people come to Anahata's? Um, one, it is the biggest bean fest and it is so much fun. Like, you know how uh, if you have a if you have a good family, or even if you don't, but at like family reunions or holidays, and there's the inside joke from like a childhood, and only your family knows, and even some of the only, not all the family knows, but just like you and maybe a funny the uncle, ones you liked. yeah, the ones that you like, or, or at least once upon a time liked, like that's what having the beans is. It's just one giant in inside joke it's it's just it's a constant stream of just chili fingers oh my gosh and um punch me punch me and like there's still those socks available and i had a punch me sticker on my truck and i love it i love (laughs) it um right next to my flying witch and my my cattle brand um but i digress um but it's just it's the best parts of a middle school sleepover. You got staying up late and giggles and fire. being in fire. I mean, <laughs> I mean, none of my middle school sleepovers had fire, but we were in the middle of a city. But I always wanted them. Yes, there we go. We always <laughs> wanted them. Um, and it's just, it's such a safe place. It really is. And I've not experienced that in a crowd like this. I've been truly been able to let my guard down. I feel safe around um, people. Now, it's not, that's not me advocating for just saying, you know, do whatever your, you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. Just be polite. And everyone else understands boundaries. And, you and know. If, but if they don't, then mm-hmm. they're corrected by and they're, yeah, and they're, everyone in the group and the people running yes, the event. It, it, it's very quick, um, quick corrections. If, and normally just a quick, uh, like I had somebody today just, hey, can I give you a hug? And I said, no, I really, I really don't do hugs. Um, and he, oh, okay. And just moved on. It wasn't, oh, you know, just give me a hug. You know, what are you scared? I don't bite. None of that. <gasps> none of that coercion that you can find in a lot of even quote polite society. Just people 
get each other here. If, if you like Charlie and Macy, um, their podcasts and just this little community, the coven, the coven community that we've created, it's, or that they've created on, honestly, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just so awesome. And I feel so blessed to be a part of it. I'm proud of them. Mm-hmm. I'm so <laughs> proud of them too. Us both being podcasters, we we know how much <laughs> effort and editing, and I don't even yeah. edit mine because it's too much. But they just put so much work into it. I know. And so if you if and you, it's weekly, yes, Jeez. it's got to be easier because I got two of them, so they can kind of borrow energy but from they each both other. Both have to be on it every time. Yeah. So if you're a fan of Charlie and Macy, yeah, it's just and you think it would be cool to hang out with them. Now imagine like a hundred or two hundred of us, like all having some Charlie or Macyisms um, in us, and it just it's it's awesome. It's just it's just awesome. And if you want to get so get some healing and some insight in a safe place where you might not have that at home, or um, just don't have that um, community, and sometimes it's hard to bond over digital profile pictures and. Even on Marco. Yeah, or just on Marco. See, I don't even do that. I'm such a recluse. I just creep the coven page every once in a while. But if you're more involved and want to be coming here, it really puts a name to the face and can create friendships that follow past just the digital world of likes and comments. It really puts flesh to bone. So, yeah, I have genuine friends here that I Mm -hmm. met last year that I I love. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, everyone should come. Just everyone come. Period. Mm-hmm. Don't come. <laughs> Let us give up for ourselves. Do you have any tips for anyone who wants to attend next year? Um, wear comfortable shoes. That That is a, you, not necessarily hiking boots, but just something. Because it's, imagine like a summer camp. Uh, it's trying to think like a middle school this is all i can think of like if you had a private middle school it's you got some paved roads you got semi um finished roads little trails through the wooded areas um if it's if they're keeping the september make sure you're bringing a light jacket i sound like such a mom (laughs) already it's the nurse training um but be prepared you know, pack for all seasons because things can change. But um, also bring a pair of flip-flops for the showers mm-hmm. is because uh, you don't want to take any fungus. There's no fungi. Nobody wants plantar or anything. No. And so just bring a pair of shower shoes and some Lysol if you can. And um, There's a Walmart. Have yeah, somebody Walmart bring it to you. And just bring a towel. Like just pack. I pack my bags any trip two days before... I have to leave at least. Um, that way I'm not, if there's anything that's uh, dirty and needs to be laundered or I need, I realize that, oh crap, I only have one um, one or two nights left of toothpaste left. I still have that buffer day to go get everything. So that's probably my biggest advice is just pack two days ahead of time and then reevaluate the day before you leave. That way you're not panicking halfway to your destination. Going, yeah, oh crap, I forgot my tarot cards or or. I crap, I forgot my toothbrush. Because some things you can just go run under Walmart. Or your Walmart. CPAP. Oh, <laughs> that'd be the worst. 
Oh, my husband yeah. has one. I don't. Oh but yeah, definitely bring your medical devices if you need them. Because and your meds and your meds. Yes, please set alarms bring your for your meds because you're going to break your routine. Yes, be aware of your routine. Build in those extra um, structures and reminders. And if you need to, um, definitely talk with. If you can find out who's rooming where and figure it out, and that way you can kind of have a landing pad when you get here. And, um, that way the transition won't be such a shock. Cause I had trouble again, cause I'm such a hermit, um, getting to a place where there's hundreds of people. It, it's, it's a lot. So be aware that you might have some shock. You might have, to have some homesickness the first day or two. That's normal. It will pass. Um, try to stick to your routine as much as possible while you're here with your meds, with your eating, with your hydrating, um, and don't forget to leave room just to relax. It's a vacation. Sorry. It's not summer school. Don't feel like you have to take every class. You don't have to stay up every single night. I've been in bed by eight o'clock this entire time because I'm an old woman at heart. And that's good for me because that allows me to do what I want to in the morning and not be a grumpy Gus and just taint the rest of the day. So just... Don't feel like you have to do anything. There you go. Yeah, that sums it up. Pack two days ahead <laughs> and don't feel like you have to do everything. Especially here when there's so much. There is so much to do. So have you been in any of the tents or at least walked through Tent City? I have not gone through the camping. Um, I hear it's actually very nice that they've it's got organized and it's decent. Um, that's me, again, saying that that's just what I've heard, so that. This pure scuttlebutt, but it does seem like it's rather respectable the last couple nights. I can't speak for now that we're more open to gen pop. (laughs) The Mondays are coming in. Um, But just be aware that if you are camping, you know, bring wasp spray just just in case for wasps. Or if you're a single woman camping, I hate to bring that up, but just be aware. Just find be another aware. single woman to camp next to. Yeah, find yeah, buddy system. Um, because even though even our, here, yeah, because even though our group is safe, there's other people that could be seeing our group is safe and they're not safe. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Try Have not you to been be in triggering. the cabins? Um, do these count as cabins or are these no, dorms? This is, this is the lodge. Okay, no, I've only been in the lodge. I've walked past the cabins, and it looks like they have a little screened-in area for camping. They look pretty nice. They are. I mean, I've roughed it and worse, (laughs) voluntarily. I mean, um, yay, scouts. That was a wonderful 10 years of my life. Um, Not really. Not really. Um, (laughs) um, But all the accommodations, they're very nice here. Rachel, um, our wonderful cult leader. Um, It's not a cult, I promise. It might be a little bit. Probably. Uh, just just, just <laughs> a little bit. Our numbers aren't there yet. Don't um, worry about it. Just, just You'll have fun. But you, it's <laughs> everything that you need. Um, we were a little light on bedding, and the group pulled together and was able to get us outfitted. Some people bring extra. Just make your needs known. Just like when doing a spell work, if you need something on the... On the um, on your coven, like just put it out there, and I'm guaranteed there's going to be at least one person. Like someone asked if there was a tennis ball for working out sore muscles, oh, yeah. and I think they got it. Good. Um, so just it's just like one giant group chat. Just we'll help take care of each other. That's what we're here for. 
And snacks. There's so many snacks. I know. Be ready for snacks. Just ask, be very, ask what's in them. Oh, yeah. For your allergies. For your allergies. Oh, yeah. To make sure there's nothing in there that you're allergic to. Can you see that your air quotes? Possibly. The air quotes. The allergy might show up later on. Yes. So just be mindful of that. Yeah. (laughs) I'd hate for anyone to... Be allergic. Be allergic. <laughs> a month from now at, at work. Yeah. In the morning when you first get there. Yeah. Well, thank you for talking to me. No problem. It was an absolute <laughs> pleasure. And I will be in contact with you about okay. a full-length interview later. Okay. Bye. Bye. How many times have you attended on Hottest Purpose? This is my first year. What are you most excited for? I was most excited for that summer camp vibe to like go back to when you're a kid and you're at summer camp and you're outside in the woods and you got canoes and archery Mm -hmm. and And you're in a cabin, right? Yes. So I feel like you super get it there. Like not like in in this room, this is like a weird college dorm, but cabins, like you see the cabins and you're like, we're in the parent trap out you know when they go to the parent trap and the to uh, camp in the movie The Parent Trap? Vaguely. I've only yeah. seen the Haley Mills one. It's and that just, was a million years ago. Oh yeah. That's the only one I've seen. But it's just it feels like I was I never went to camp, but that's what I wanted it yeah. to feel like. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. Laying in a bunk looking up. <laughs> With a room full of people. Yeah, that you don't really know. Mm-hmm. Even if we kind of know these people, we don't know them well enough to go to sleep next to them without thinking for a fraction of a moment. Do I know these people? <laughs> <laughs> Do I trust them with my exposed jugular while I sleep? Yeah. What made you come here? Uh, instead of making a New Year's resolution, I have a keyword for the year. And this year was community. I love it. And so I'm just trying to build a community of people around me. There's so few people in my life that I can say, like, like I um, um, make Virgo a verb. (laughs) Like I Virgoed that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and there's very few people that would even know what I meant by that. So just be like surrounded by people who are like, oh yeah, oh, that makes hmm. sense. <laughs> That's important. What are you hoping to get out of the experience here? I guess I was just hoping to build community, make friends, but also learn from the classes Do you feel like you've met anybody that was not part of the initial group that you came with? I hung out with like one person. <laughs> but, but is it one of us or no? They, oh no. That's cool but, then. Okay. <laughs> but, but that was kind of one of the reasons I joined the group was because I know it takes me months mm-hmm. to be comfortable with someone or to make friends with someone. So even though I didn't necessarily t- 
talk to new people here as much. It was still like Anna Hodges was the catalyst that brought me to you and to the group. Oh. And I was, I'm really glad it is, you know? Um, even then it took me like quite a while just to join the Marco. I know. <laughs> I like when you chime in. So. Cause you so rarely do. So I always make sure I listen. So you can see how long it takes me. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> what is the most interesting thing you learned? I am learning to listen to my body when it comes to emotions and to feel emotions, feel the feeling. Um, and so there are some things that helped with that. And I think that was good for me. I don't know if it was the most interesting thing, but it might be what I'm take away most. Did you do the drumming? Yes, yes. Because I like how he got into that, too. Yes. I've wanted to do, like, taiko drums for so long. Is that what they are? Um, it's a it's the similar style. Or is it the Japanese ones? Yeah, taiko is the Japanese um, style with the really big movements. Yeah, and, I love, yeah. like, Kitaro. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know that one. It's like some drummer when all the pure mood CDs and, and Kenny G was like a thing. Kitaro was a thing. <laughs> should Google it. You'd like it if you like those drums. <laughs> How do you feel you've grown so far? <laughs> it's very hearts of space. Do you remember that? No. I think it might've been like AM radio here tonight on hearts. Of space. And they'd play like Alan Parsons Project and Tangerine Dream. No, but sometimes at work when we're picking the music, I'm like, we can listen to anything like Kenny G. But that's when it was. It was not like Kenny G, but that's when it was, when Kenny with G was a thing. That. Jesus. How have you grown so far? If you just answered this and I forgot already, then I'm not, I don't know what I've answered. Okay. How have you grown so far? (laughs) (laughs) Have I? Probably. (laughs) Crying in front of people. Oh, yeah. That's hard, though. It is really hard. Because I don't even let myself cry in front of myself. I know. Why are we like that? I'm, like, kind of forcing myself to cry That here, now. That's what I was doing tonight, because I need to get it out. Yeah. Because I can't yeah. travel with that shit, plus my head. My butt really hurts because of yeah. all the sitting. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> and all the climbing and the stairs, and so I'm just in constant butt agony. <laughs> The sitting hurts and the walking hurts. Yes. And this is like laying yeah. on a, like a piece of plywood, so it's, I can't lay on my stomach that well. No, it is better than I well, know. Well, a couple mattresses. mattresses. That's oh, why. <laughs> that's what. That's what that is. Gotcha. 
No, no, it's all coming together. Yep. <laughs> What's been the most surprising thing? I don't, I don't know. Any feelings about your cabin mates? They're great. Or meeting people and find out they're just regular people like Charlie and Macy are giant nerds. They are giant nerds. Um, yeah. Charlie and and Macy, they're so, like, Charlie, Macy, Corey, they're all so, they always have something to say. Uh And that's so, like, the opposite of me. And I'm just like, how do they even do that? <laughs> I've, I have like a, an ability to stop a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm the opposite. That's not me agreeing with you about you. That's me thinking that, yeah, I've done that. Why should people come here? The sheer variety of classes, witchy and non-witchy. Well, really, like, I mean, the shadow work stuff is witchy. Um, just so, it's so much variety. You can do everything from learning tarot classes to archery to learning more about yourself and your shadow and everything in between. Do you have any tips for uh, any first-timers who might come next year? Um, You do not need to bring as much stuff as you think you do. (laughs) You're not going to do everything. That's why I was laughing at Janie and Casey's like, I'm wearing (laughs) our 17 inches of clothes for five times a day. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) So... I'm assuming you've been over to Tent City to see what that's like. At least sort of experience it. I've walked past, I guess. Anyway, so you've seen tents and seen what it can be like. Like the people with the couch. You've seen what that's cabins are rad, like. That's pretty rad, though. The couch and the I torches. And <laughs> you've seen what the cabins are like. Like, that's where you live. And then you see this, which is where I live. It's not usually like that, specifically. <laughs> if... Like this. Yeah. It would be if <laughs> we I was don't here. usually have little cubbies. Oh, sure. Sure. Um, which would you recommend to a first timer and why? I think the cabins are cool. They're like summer campy. That's going to be a good way to make friends if you're coming by yourself. You know, you're going to be thrown in with these people and you're going to have to talk to them at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to talk to you even if you don't want to yeah. talk to them well thank you for talking to me yeah and we'll see you on Marco yes <laughs> <laughs> bye hi Lyra hi how are you I'm good I'm good yay 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 you caught me with my second cup of coffee yum it smells good. I don't want any of it, though. Thanks for offering. I didn't. <laughs> How many times have you attended Anahata's Purpose? 
This is time number two. This is my number two. Mm. I meant to say that. (laughs) I meant it exactly as I said it. What are you most excited for? Pooping. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Let's see. Um, Before I got here... I was most excited about hitting that archery range and seeing all the people. All the people. You meet so many wonderful, wonderful people here. And um, truly, they are the main attraction of this event. Mm -hmm. The people make it. What made you come? Um... I mean, I'm I'm kind of... I'm kind of in it now. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm... I do a lot of illustration work for the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour podcast, and uh, after my experience last year, which was equally wonderful, I, I don't think I can't not come to this event. What are you hoping to get out of it this time? Uh, well, in fact, I've, I've gotten it, but uh, I've been needing a hard reset on a lot of... Um, patterns that I've been participating and indulging in, and uh, this this place has a way of uh, stripping them out of you. Just, uh, if, if you need a hard reset and you call for it, um, either who you encounter or the classes you take or even this fabulous ice-cold river will pull them out of you if that is what you so desire. I think it's that cold. Hmm? I don't think it's that cold. It's that cold. I take cold showers. So. I'm a baby. All right. What's the most interesting thing you learned? Hmm. <laughs> ah. I'm not sure. I've learned a lot of interesting things. Uh, it, that's not to say I haven't learned anything. Um, goodness. I would say um, the healing not enoughness class that I took yesterday, which was a new offering this year, I missed that really really resonated. The uh, facilitator was the most adorable human being I've ever seen in my entire life, and she was a licensed therapist and I believe also a healer. I think um, oh, wow. definitely the former, um, and I'm pretty sure on the latter. But she led a very, very thoughtful, um, non-intrusive discussion about how to heal uh, feeling like you're not enough, which I appreciate because a lot of these conversations um, and a lot of the people here tend to be solitary processors. And she really, really honored that. So uh, getting to experience that with her guiding was a lovely, lovely time. That's nice. See, I keep hearing all these things that I miss out on. How do you feel you've grown so far? This goes back to if you're looking to heal something, um, and if uh, you're prepared for the, I guess, pain of it holding on that comes with the relief of letting it go, Um, I have been able to release the notion that I must suffer in silence because again, a lot of us are very solitary practitioners and I feel like sometimes we cross into 
suffering in silence on a mundane level and just not connecting with our peers in our day-to-day life because we have jobs and we have families and we have responsibilities and we just find that there's no time to let certain things go. And that is not true. There is time. And this place brought me back to that understanding. I love how you come in with a poop joke and then we're at this. What can I say? I'm a mixed bag. I like it. What's been the most surprising thing? Oh, uh, you know, the, are, are you a Witcher fan? Yeah. Okay, this this whole place is the element of surprise. I can't name one. <laughs> it's the, If you were to just bundle up the the element of surprise and, and plop it down anywhere in the United huh. States. <laughs> we're in an old yeah. church camp, for crying out loud. Like... Oh, yeah, and the, and the owners seem to like us. The owners seem to like us. They let us take the crosses down. Yeah, she's got a cute little kimono over there. Really pretty, like, yellow and white kimono. That's the owner? No, just oh. whoever's walking by right there. Silver hair. Mm-hmm. I hope I have hair that beautiful and silver when I get older. I don't think I will. I'm going to have a mullet. I like it. I don't. Kim, your hair looks really, really good today. I just How- need the listeners to know. Thank you. You're welcome. I haven't washed it in three days, and this is what it looks like when I sleep on hey, it. Hey, this is day four for me. <laughs> Why should people come here? Why shouldn't you? Um, if you're at the very least bit curious about how to regain a childlike sense of wonder and uh, develop your connection muscles both to yourself and to others, you come here. Plus, the food's incredible. Yes. Do you have any tips for anyone who wants to attend next year? Uh, pack lighter than I do. But not too light. Cabin, uh, lodge, or camp? See, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a glamper. I'm, I, I like, I like a lodge. Me too. I like a lodge. Um, I would, if we're, if we're doing it kind of the fuck, marry, kill style, I would marry the lodge fuck the cabin and kill the tent (laughs) thanks for talking to me anytime (laughs) and all the time how many times have you attended Anahata's Purpose this is my second year at the Purpose what are you most excited for Uh, honestly just getting back with the family that I made here and getting to see everybody because I live so far away that all we have is our Marco Polo group, and that's how we stay in touch with each other. And while I have spoken to them nearly every day since the purpose last year, I obviously haven't seen them She's since last year. Yeah. And and that is why I, I call them family at this point. Because we do, we we lean on each other, we support each other. You know, the, the bonds that we made last year at the purpose, it just, they've cemented us together into... Well, a, a coven, frankly, mm-hmm. and it's just that is that was the most exciting part. We go from not having any outside communication besides from our immediate family to suddenly we talk to this group of people every day. That's fucking insane. It absolutely is insane because I'm very much a loner. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh... what made you come here? <laughs> Uh, just like last year, what made me come this? I mean, because family brought me back. But uh, 
initially what made me come here is just, it was a really just like a calling. It was one of the, you know, I heard about the purpose on the podcast on Waba and, um, or with, yeah, on Waba and, uh, it seemed really cool. The way they were talking about it seemed really nice. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at the class list and looked more into what was going to go on. And I'm like, that would actually be really, really good for me. And everything just lined up kind of perfectly. And I was able to come with a friend of mine and you know, we made the trip up here together. And it just, it changed our lives, honestly. And so I'm so grateful that I did come last year because I'm so grateful for the family that I have now. What are you hoping to get out of the experience this year? Uh, basically a recharge because last year when I left, I did a lot of hard work on myself. I did a lot of the, like I did the shadow work class. I, uh, what I'm hoping to get out of it this year is honestly just a recharge because Last year, I felt so amazing after I left here. I was on such a high, and I, I, I've needed that because it wasn't so much like, oh, this is the best I've ever felt in my life. I was like, this is the most peaceful I have mm-hmm. been with myself in a very long time. And so, you know, and going throughout the year, this past year has been very, very difficult for a lot of reasons, both personally and on a larger scale. But I've just, I've lost that piece. So I'm really hoping, you know, my, I, I came here to regain that sense of peace and I'm, I've, I've got it mostly back. There's still a couple of days of the retreat left. So I'm almost there. <laughs> What's the most interesting thing you've learned so far? I took the intro to energy work class with Crystal, which I was told was a, you know, you cannot miss this class. It's a good class. Uh, so she actually taught us to connect to source. And that's not something that I had really mastered at all. Like I'm not really great with meditation in the first place. I got, I got monkey brain, so it's hard to rein in at times. But here it's like the, it's like the land just calls to me and it's like, welcome home. Mm -hmm. Like I sit on this ground, I step foot in this camp and it's like, Hey, you're back. So I was really able to ground and connect to source and feel these feelings and become so connected to my body be more aware of my body. Cause that's, that's kind of a problem that I have is I'm not aware of my body, like what it needs, all that stuff. So that was, and I know it says intro to energy work, but you know, you can't do energy work unless you're grounded in your own, in yourself, in your energy. So that is, uh, that was really interesting to learn about and uh, fantastic to learn that I could actually do. (laughs) How do you feel you've grown so far? I feel just that I've grown outward, if that makes sense. It's so funny <laughs> that you phrase it like that. Uh-huh. 
Because someone earlier said last year they grew taller. Taller. I mean, finger quotes, taller. But this time they're expanding. That is funny. Mm -hmm. That is funny. Because that is a very accurate way of describing it. Because last year it was like you reached a higher level of consciousness. And then this year it is more about expanding that consciousness, expanding that community. I'm getting chills. (laughs) (laughs) But that might be the breeze, though. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) But uh, that's... Yeah, I've felt like I've grown outward and more accepting not only of myself, but of other people. Not too accepting, you know, but... What's been the most surprising thing? The number of attendees this year. Yeah, there are so many more people here this year. And, you know, and it's good to see the ones that have come here to do the work. Mm -hmm. You know, that is, you know, that's amazing for them. So, you know, I just hope that everybody comes here and they really, you know, they really come in a place that they're able to do the work and able to take away Uh what is meant to be taken from this. So that is uh, just the number of people and the growth that the event has seen. Why should people come here? Uh, To do the hard work. Like, where else are you going to find, like, what other time during our busy day-to-day lives are you going to get four you know four two to four days to sit peacefully somewhere where you don't have to think about stuff that's going on in the outside world you don't have to worry about the stresses you have at home you just you can sit with yourself and you can find a quiet spot to you know, touch base with yourself. See, hey, how are we doing? Because a lot of the times you just gloss over and like, well, you know, I'm not doing great, but I got to take care of this. So, you know, I'll deal with that later. At least that's the way I compartmentalize. But, um, yeah, you, you get to sit here and you get to sit with yourself. You get to, I almost said touch yourself. I mean, you know, whatever floats your boat. But you, it's just so nice to, it's lighter. It feels like it feels brighter out here. It feels like the air is lighter. The ground is softer. Mm-hmm. It, uh, literally, literally softer. You know, you live in Arizona. <laughs> I'm not, mu- I'm in Oklahoma. I'm not much further from you. I feel you. Rocks. <laughs> At least in Oklahoma, they try to fool you because they're like, oh, we got grass over our rocks. All of our rocks are just under the surface. <laughs> Great. I like, just mean appreciate that and, and smash my forehead. I'm so, so grateful for that. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Do you have any tips for anybody who wants to attend next year? Uh, be prepared. Like, this is an awesome event. But if you're going to come to this place, like, um, I think the best tip would just be to... Come expecting to cry. Like, really, like, I know that there are a lot of people that are just like, oh, I'm coming to, 
I'm starting to learn myself. I'm starting down this path. And that is fantastic for them. But at an event like this, you really need to come pre and be prepared to do the hard work because that's what we're, we're meant to do here. Um, just coming in with an open mind and a gentility with yourself and a gentility for those around you. Because once you get into those classes, you find out, Hey, we're all scared. We all think we're, we're all fucked up. Yeah. Like we're all afraid. We all think that we're not good enough. We all worry about the judgments of other people. Like we are all so much more alike than we are different. And you know, just, and once we internalize that, we can carry it to others. Yes. And maybe unfuck the world. Hopefully. Hopefully. A little bit. In our immediate AO. Yeah. We can do what we can. So you're camping. Yes, I'm Did camping. Did you camp last year? No, I stayed in uh, one of the lodges last okay. year. Okay, so you haven't cabined yet. No, I haven't cabined yet. But you've been in the cabins. Yes. So... Talk to new people about those. Which one would you recommend for a newbie? Uh, for a newbie, I would probably say cabins. Me too. Yeah. I think it brings you in real fast, yeah. but real safe. Yeah. Uh, with the camping situation. Uh, no, I would say that camping is definitely more of a veteran type experience because with camping you know you get the illusion of privacy which is something that i like because i like to go back and process but if you are coming here to really experience this for the first time i think the cabins are the way to go you're forced into community yeah you're kind of (laughs) i i hear that in your voice and how much you probably hated it because i I did did too i hated Mm -hmm. it i was like i don't want a room with other people (laughs) why can't i just pay extra for a single room it's like can i just have a bed to myself like no you can't (laughs) cool but it ended up the people that we were rooming with last year incredibly kind and it's not even that big of a deal because you guys are out doing classes all day long. It is, it is literally witchy summer camp. Mm-hmm. So you have to have that mentality going into it. Like, okay, I am going to be sleeping and dressing and using the restroom with people that I don't know. There are stalls. There are, there are stalls. We're not. But you is... will be able to hear other people poop. Yes. And that's okay. And Everybody that's okay. poops. Everybody poops. We all Even do it, and it all it takes a longer time than you expect, girl. Because travel the water constant. here is different. <laughs> <laughs> I got the, I got the travel issues, so now I'm prepared with a modium this year, and it's just the complete opposite. <laughs> Thanks for talking about my poop with me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. I talked about mine too. <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna get in or not. I don't know, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you for talking to me. I am very much enjoyed it. We didn't really get a chance to talk last year, but I'm glad we have interacted more since then. Me too. Me too. I think we are actually a lot more alike than... Mm. Because I am very much also like, don't, don't, don't talk to me, please. Don't touch me or look at me or... Like, pretend I don't exist. (laughs) I mean, look at me, dressed head to toe in black. I know, I was thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) And 
I actually went through, I was going through my clothes, you know, looking for my black shirt of the day. I literally only brought black clothing. <laughs> the only thing that has color are my underwear and one hmm. yellow tank That's top. Interesting. Well, you know, you gotta you have a pop about of yourself. color. <laughs> no, I mean it's neat that just inside. Yeah, it, I mean that's, that's that's for nice. me. That's not necessarily for everybody else until I decide it's for like everybody it. else. But yeah, but thank you again. Thank you, and I will see you around. Yes, I will see and you next year. And next year, definitely. Hi, Corey, again. Hello. That's it, we're actually together. I know. First time meeting in person. I gotta touch your knee right now. <laughs> touch. Come squeeze my knee. <laughs> So how many times have you attended on a hottest purpose? This is my first time. Ooh. I've wanted to come join like so many times, but just didn't plan because um, I can't do that. Um, but planned very far ahead of time for this one. Um, and I will definitely be doing that again. Me too. Yeah. It's be my roommate again. Yes, definitely. One hundred percent. We have to get <laughs> we have to hand pick a yeah. group of people. <laughs> I'll get to do the nine hour drive again and pop in at 11 o'clock with you just like waiting. (laughs) What are you most excited for? I'm most excited to meet people. Honestly. Like, I think that that's something that most people are like, I'm never going to remember people's names. I'm going to feel so weird about it. But like the community Mm -hmm. is so incredible. Like we're great. Yeah. It's awesome. Makes me so it's happy. Stunning. <laughs> that we're great. Humble brag. The witch community is amazing. We are though. No, we are. I'm not. Well, I don't know about the witch community, but this yeah. community. Yeah, like the, these the. These are. Wabana Hottens are. I love it. My favorite people. This like, is my favorite family, except for my family. That's fair. <laughs> like I think Corey and I are currently wearing the same shirt. <laughs> yes, we wear literally the exact same shirt. It's Corey just, is part of my family. Oh, I got I, rust all over it already. I have mustard on mine. <laughs> oh, well, it is what it is. This just shows we lived in it. That's yeah. the honey. Oh, oh, not that part? Yes. Sure. We'll go with it. It is honey. <laughs> what made you come here? Um, honestly, like so many of my friends are coming here. <laughs> um, yeah. So like you, Charlie, Macy, um, Casey, who is also a bee. Like, there's so many people that I know that were going to be here. And, like, it's in Appalachia. Like, this is kind of like the environment that I grew up in. And so, like, you have kind of like this giant conglomeration of stuff. Like, I get to be outside for an extended period of time, even though it's hot and I'm sweating the entire time. Um, I'm in Appalachia. I get to see some of my favorite people. And I get to be, like, witchy and magical. And, like, that's so great. So I had to be here. I love you. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're my roommate. <laughs> Excuse me. Sob break. <laughs> what are you hoping to get out of this experience? Mostly education. Um, so the workshops that I've been to, I actually like am learning stuff to build my own workshop, um, which I plan on doing next year. Um, so it's one of those things where like, as I was gearing up for this Anahata's, I was like, "This no, this is something like I want to do a workshop. 
Like that is now a goal of mine. Um, and so like getting to kind of listen to different perspectives on this, like similar topics from the workshop I want to do, which is going to be about shadow work. Um, that kind of, uh, it's kind of helping me build the, like I had the, the foundation blocks. There we go. I had the foundation already, but this is kind of like helping me build out the rest of it. Yeah. So, or chink it if we were talking about log cabins. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> might not be. <laughs> I might cut that out. <laughs> What's the most interesting thing you've learned? Um, I learned workshop wise. I learned um, like the major arcana and like the fool's journey. I took that class with um, soul healing or soul magic, tarot, and healing. Is that Colleen? Yeah, Colleen. Yeah, I, I can't remember Colleen's last name. Me neither. Colleen, um, which was wonderful. Like I, and I knew, like I just started learning that like the major arcana is like the fool's journey. Um, I didn't know a lot of the stuff that she was talking about though, which was nice. Like, I mean, I've been doing tarot for really three or four years. Yeah. I just, I and I think it's just like, I picked up tarot cards and then just like pulled them out of a deck and looked at the interpretation of them, but getting to hear kind of like the significance of the fool's journey like through the major arcana. Charlie, I'm recording a podcast here. Oh. <laughs> and now this is going to be in it. I'm totally going to leave it in. Love you. <laughs> That's our other roommate. <laughs> we are actually out on the porch. A very nice screened in yeah. porch. No bugs. Um, at Camp Inaba at Anahata's Purpose and mm-hmm. I don't know what I have said before this because it's all going to be cut into bits so who knows yeah. I might cut this entire statement out yeah what's been your favorite part so far um, so far it was actually like the opening ceremony and kind of like the little concert thing we did last night it was so energetic I loved it I like that is the energy I want to be surrounded by you were. all the time I was giving out candy. Accidentally tasked to be giving out candy. No, for like me. I not even kidding you. That was such a fun time because like I got to interact with so many people. Like that type of interaction is my favorite because it's like I have a reason why I'm approaching someone. I'm giving them the thing, and then if they want to continue conversation, I'm down for it. If I want to, like, you can. You have an yeah, excuse to leave. Exactly. Oh, like it's kind of what I'm doing with my pocket full of jewelry. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. It's like I have a thing to give you. If you're interested in conversation and I'm interested in conversation, we can continue. But if not, I have candy to give to other people. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel you've grown so far? Um, So I am... And just so people know, this is only Friday morning, early Friday morning. He's been here one full day. Yeah. Um, I'm of the firm belief that like shadow work is a perpetual thing for me. Um, well, yeah. Um, like please go to therapy. Um, but, uh, like the, the workshops that I've taken so far even have been very like geared towards the benefit of doing that type of work. And I've literally owned like at this point I've taken like shadow work class or not shadow work classes, uh, tarot card classes. And then like, a meaning behind color class, like that kind of did like a chakra alignment thing. Um, 
but even in those, I was finding this like thread of like the importance of shadow work and like understanding not just like this is the only analogy I can come up with, like not understanding just like the face card value of something, but like the deeper meanings behind things. And that like, there is like a light and shadow side of everything. So understanding how those things play into each other better helps me understand myself. And so like, that's been the huge takeaway already even. And I've only been here for a day. Mm. Um, I'm excited to see what else comes from it. Like we have, you're going to be so spacey when you leave. Oh my God. I'm going to be so spacey when I leave. Like the drive home. I'm not going to remember any of it because I will be <laughs> so lost in my head. Like oh. it'll be awful. <laughs> it's so hard. But it's like real weird. It is. I believe it. Like, the, I mean, this is a religious experience. What's been the most surprising part so far? The number of people who know who I am without me knowing who they are. Every time I see somebody come fangirl you, I just, my heart just gives a little squeeze. I like the number of times I've heard like Corey off in the distance. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. I know. It's real weird. And then you just have to be like, yeah, hi. Like I'm, I, I real, I really humble myself. (laughs) I'm like, I have no idea who you, like I will say to someone's face. I don't know who you are. Have we met before? Um, And I also try to preface as much as possible. Like, if we don't have like consistent face to face contact, I'm gonna forget who your name is or what your mm-hmm. name is. Like it's Me just too, even if we do. Yeah, frankly. honestly, I'll know who you are in my head, but that's not the appropriate name, right. For someone, that girl who did X Y Z one time. Yeah, some people are that in my head. <laughs> or Jennifer. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I still don't know her name. Lisa again. Oh, see, I thought it was Liz. I thought it was Lyra. Or I thought that was Lyra. And I was like, like I realized last night to Macy's face with her standing there. I was like, I was like what's Lyra going to do? I just... Awful. 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 <laughs> that's my favorite thing. <laughs> but that's what I do, too. At least I didn't call her Jennifer. Jennifer, like, and yell at her. Right. Because she's not hearing me. (laughs) Why should people come here? I think it's honestly the experience alone. Like, I think the experience enough is kind of, like, it. Um, If you're needing something outside of that, for sure, I would say, like, if you ever went to summer camp as a kid and had a positive experience emphasis on the and had a positive experience part um this is firmly like that vibe like it feels very refreshing and freeing and like you're still learning things and there are things that you'll be exposed to that like you may have known but then there's other things that you'll be exposed to that you may not you will be challenged yeah the challenge is definitely there and also like it's a take it or leave it challenge too which i think is really cool like a lot of times in adult life, yeah, you can say no to this challenge, right? Like in in adult life, you don't have that opportunity. A lot of times, like you're just presented with a challenge and you have to face it. Yeah, I did not go to the death class this morning. Yeah, because I'm not taking that challenge today. Yeah, and like, and I've been very like fluid with my plans with that too. Because like, there's a befriending the shadow class tomorrow. I really want to go. Oh, is it tomorrow? I, it's tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I hope it's not during some class I want to go to because I really want to go to it. I, I, I'm planning on trying to go to it, but also like tomorrow if I wake up and I'm like, 
my head is not there for it today. Like it's going to be it. after the bean fire. It's going to we're going to be wrecked. It's not after the bean fire. It's before. I thought the bean fire was tonight. Oh ah crap! Also, not <laughs> just if you were. Like, I never went to camp, but this is what I imagine camp would be yeah. in my little fantasy land 12-year-old life. This is it. Yeah. Like, if you picture in your head, like, what summer camp feels like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Like, <coughs> like, this is summer camp. Just kind of. Yeah. Except we're allowed to bring treats and. Yeah. Like, we. Get high a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no alcohol. No alcohol. I, I actually, like, at first I was kind of like. The no alcohol thing's kind of weird, but like now I that I'm it. here, I love that there's no alcohol. Because people are scary to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and then on top of that, like some I'm- of these classes are dealing with really, mm-hmm. really intense topics. Yeah. And like the idea of someone Ooh. facing a really intense topic and then drinking. While drunk. Or while drunk. Or being able to go get immediately drunk after. Yeah. Like that, that would just regress them. And I just, I. I'm glad that, that I'm really glad that that's a rule. Do you have any tips for anyone who wants it wants to attend next year? Yeah, um, bring like mattress padding if you're going to be Jesus. in the cabins. If you're going to be anywhere, if, but if you're going to be in a tent, bring a cot. Yeah, as I'm a cot person, I don't sleep on the ground and I don't sleep on air mattresses because I'm big. <laughs> but like, bring a cot, bring a mattress pad. Um, and bring a good water bottle. Even if you're in the lodge. Yeah. No matter where you are. Yeah. Bring something bring extra soft f- yes. to, to lay on. <laughs> um, if you're someone who is prone to getting hot. Mm, powder, maybe. Yeah. Like gold bond. Find, find a way of making sure that your stuff doesn't chafe. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I've not chafed so far. I have CeraVe. That's good. <laughs> That's roommate talk. I might put it in the Patreon thing. <laughs> this is what you missed. <laughs> um, Everybody wants to come now. Right. Chafing and insect Chafing. bites. Well, There's some little yellow fly stinging thing that oh, that's... got all over somebody. Yeah. Is it sweat bees? I think they're sweat bees. Because they're they're not they're not bee bees like they're not bumblebees. Or I haven't. Anything. I've seen them. That's oh, that's wood. stone. There's right behind you. <laughs> all of it. I'm just knock on everything. Um, I've seen them. Which is just knocking on all kinds of right. shit. I just said something <laughs> fucked up. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, bring a hand fan. Oh yeah. Bring Especially a hand fan. if you can clap it. Yeah. Like th- your booty. <laughs> uh, I can't do neither. <laughs> for for those who are not here currently, I have a hand fan that I can make it sound like it's like applause. Um, I don't know how I learned that trick. It's real neat. Yeah, it's effective. And it makes it like, it makes it sound like there's more than five people clapping at a time. <laughs> yeah. Um, my socials are Corey's Cauldron on all major platforms. So Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. I also have a Patreon for those who'd be interested in supporting. I have the Go lowest tier. Cauldron, Cauldron Daddy. Go support Cauldron Daddy. <laughs> I have, the lowest tier gives you access to a Marco Polo group. Fun. Um, it also gives you access to um, a 
like form to suggest me to review or check out podcasts or various other media. Informative. Very much. Um, and then I have a $15 tier um, that includes the Marco Polo, the forms, but then also gives you access to exclusive blogs. Charming. And vlogs. And then a $25 tier, which includes all of those things. Um, and also gives you the ability, um, to get a quarterly box that I curate. Um, and those are limited. So if you're interested in that, definitely check it out. I already have one person. They're actually here. At least one of them is taken up. So if you want those spots, definitely check it out. Jump on it. Um, and you will get a shout out for me personally on social medias. So also for those who might have a podcast or need to, get some advertising word out. I do have 69 likes on Facebook. Oh, nice. shit. <laughs> and I have 74 <laughs> followers on Instagram. That's brand new. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited. Come check me out, Corey's Cauldron. Thank you for being on the show again. Thank you for having me again. So much has changed since the last time. I know. Like, oh, we're actually related now. <laughs> I know. And I didn't, I wasn't official last time. I'm official now. Last time I was just like, ah, here's my personal stuff, maybe. Mm. <laughs> and now I have an I just touched the mic. Oh. oh. Sorry, everyone. The end. Bye. Wrap. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up the first Anahata's episode of 2022. Be sure to come back on the new moon of December 23rd and listen to the second half, where you'll meet more witches, both new attendees and veterans of the event, and hear what they learned on their journey. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Your Average Witch. You can find us all around the internet on Instagram at Your Average Witch Podcast, Twitter at Average Witch Pod, Facebook at Facebook.com slash Your Average Witch Podcast, at YourAverageWitch.com, and at your favorite podcast service. Want to help the podcast grow? Leave a review. You can review us on Amazon and Apple Podcasts, and now you can rate us on Spotify. You just might hear your review read at the end of the next episode. To rate Your Average Witch on Spotify, click the home key, click on Your Average Witch podcast, and then leave a rating. You can also support the show by going to patreon.com slash cleverkimscurios. If you'd like to recommend someone for the podcast, like to be on it yourself, or if you'd like to advertise on the podcast, send an email to youraveragewitchpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the moon changes. Moon changes.